Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Mark Von Muser, and I would like to welcome you to today's show. And um, I am joined by the always amazing, always beautiful Jane Jewell, our Director of Operations and our Director of Awesome. So, uh, Jane, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about and get under the hood with Jane. And um, we're going to talk today, guys, about the top three success strategies that Jane and I have pulled out after doing combined probably over 70,000 coaching sessions. And God, Jane, how many years? 30 years each? Don't make me seem old. Maybe 50 years combined. Let's go. Uh, That's probably accurate. 50 years of helping people of all levels, including Jane has the... um, the true story of helping the sixth wealthiest person on the planet, which was pretty kick-ass, and God knows how many millionaires and billionaires on top of that, and housewives, and single mothers, and CEOs, and everything else. And it's uh, we wanted to share with you guys, we were really breaking down. And if you're sitting out there going, why is that guy on stage? Why is that person driving the Ferrari? Why is that person paying off their house doing what they love? And I can, I'm here to tell you it is not what you think. You could be one to two distinctions away from actually having your dream achieved now. I can tell you, and Jane, reiterate this. I'm going to get your input on this too, but we've worked with some of the most successful people on the planet for at least 20, 30 years each. So when we look at those, were any of these people absolutely lucky, absolutely the most intelligent people you've ever met? Were you overwhelmed with, you know, these are not Tesla people or Einstein or you know, Elon Musk level intelligent, was it that they just won the lotto? When we look at the most successful people, would you say they're doing things differently? They think differently and act differently than people that are not successful. What's your input on that? Well, I say they act, they absolutely think differently and act differently, mm-hmm. but they are just an everyday, you know, I'm going to say hero because they're up to really good things and holding themselves to high standards and living a life really aligned with their, with their values and what they want to create in the world. And that's what makes them extraordinary. But it, it's, it's not someone that would, you know, you might not necessarily be able to Google them. <laughs> right. What's amazing is these are guys I just want you to get that these are ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And it's there for everybody. And it's one of the greatest things that we've got to see is work with these, some of these people from the beginning, middle, and until their success peak. We've helped people that are halfway there. We've helped people that are there and get to an even higher level. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting out there, you're in the right place at the right time. And we're going to break down again what we've learned after at least, God, I don't know want to think either, but probably 50, 60 years of, of helping people achieve amazing things. And so I wanted to to get under the hood with Jane because she has a very unique perspective. And a lot of times people don't realize this, but a lot of the coaches out there, they've got huge hearts. But after five years of coaching and they have a certification, they're working with an average of, I don't remember, Jane, if you remember the study, but it was something like 10 10, 10. 10 clients in 30 sessions a month. 
And that's, that takes a long time to build the muscle and build the distinctions. The second thing is that they're not going to be working with the hyper successful. That's the other thing. And one of the things that I know you've been really curious about and I've been really curious about is why did that guy or girl, why did they achieve that super status? And why did that person, which had the great pedigree, the fancy degrees, the great idea, never get off liftoff? And that's the stuff we're going to break down today. So before we dive in, though, I also wanted to throw out there, guys, if this is a topic that anybody that you know, any other entrepreneurs, any other heart-driven entrepreneurs who want to make a difference, feel free to share this feel free to move this to other people as well, because we're going to really take it to another level. You guys are going to have a lot of fun on today's call. So with that being said, what did we learn after doing 70,000 coaching sessions and 60 years of doing this? What would be the single number one thing? I'm going to break it down and then we're going to dive deep on it. But number one, and this is something you guys have heard Russ say, you've said it for at least 25 years. We'll keep it on the low end, but your business will never exceed your mindset. So what do you mean by that? How you think, the emotions you experience in your day-to-day, your ability to um, move through challenge, how you face adversity, how you face those challenges, all of that matter. Mm -hmm. And if you have a rough time, every time you come up against a challenge, your business will only grow so far. It'll only grow so far. And, um, you know, it's actually funny because we make this joke internally sometimes with our clients who are in our, our uh, Millionaire Alliance mastermind group is that they don't experience that at first. And mm-hmm. the reason why they don't is that our strategy at Clients on Demand is so extraordinary and it ramps you up so quickly, right? And then especially once you come into our our mastermind, the strategy goes so quick that there's, there's this pop of success. And then what we find is once they're at the success, we, they start doing different things to, I hate the word self-sabotage, so I don't even really want to say it because I don't in some ways believe in it, but well, but, but you can get like, it doesn't have to happen. I guess when I say I don't believe in it, uh, Decisions start to go sideways. They start questioning, like, is this going to last? Or maybe it was a fluke or this or that. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. And so, you know, we always make this joke of your business at that moment grew faster than the way you think, feel, your emotions in which you live, your mindset, your performance, your business grew faster. But there was a point where it's like your business kept growing, but now all of a sudden your business has to stop. Because your strategy will only get you so far. And then with that strategy, even if it's the best strategy in the world, it's not that the strategy isn't working. It's not that the strategy isn't, is failing. It's that you're not elevating to the same level of, as that strategy. So it's so interesting, right? Because there's so many amazing strategies out there in the world for whatever, you know, whether it's your health, having a great relationship, having a great business, marketing, uh, enrollments or sales or what have you. There's millions of amazing strategies out there, but you can have the best strategy in the world. And if you're the way that you're thinking and acting and moving is in an alignment with the performance of that strategy, it will be a miss. Well, it reminds me of somebody that we helped a lot over a year. And remember it went from 
20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, 100,000, 116,000 a month and complete meltdown because at the core, the more we stretched her business and supported her business, remember, she was so worried that her friends would judge her about her now making money. Her Mm -hmm. family would judge her about her money, that maybe she wasn't as good. And that's kind of where it shows up. And you're right, because if you don't build the mindset to go with it, it's going to want to contract to the comfort zone. Right. And we'll get to why it's important to have a peer group to help you break through that. But we've watched this every which way is Sunday because we've seen it too. Again, self-sabotage is the used word. But when you help somebody who struggled their whole life, they are so mentally connected to the struggle. I don't want to say victimhood either. That's another word I don't like either. But they're so used to having it be a grind. And all of a sudden, they start having success. And immediately, they look in the mirror and going, wow, I'm more successful than my dad. Oh, wow. I can't believe I'm doing it. Maybe it's going to fall apart. And they start thinking about that. And all of a sudden, it crashes and burns again. Yeah. And we see it all the time. Or they start getting the other one that happens if their mindset gets out of, they move out of gratitude and appreciation and their Mm -hmm. mindset slips into entitlement and expectation. Yeah. And that's another death knoll mentally. Because now, even with the same strategy, the energy about how your team is showing up, how you show up, what you attract is is just gone. So, but, but guys, this is just something that we've seen when you, when you're sitting next to a billionaire, you're sitting next to somebody who has achieved this, when you listen to them as well, they're talking about possibility. They're talking about finding a way to win. One of the best examples I had was Ted Turner. I remember, and again, Jane, you've said this too, but we solve problems for profit. That's what we do. Now, if you're committed to victory, the people that are making the bigger money are able to solve bigger problems. Mm. And I remember watching Ted Turner on Monday. This was way back when, I'll date myself. I think it was, it was before Oprah, so it was probably Donahue. And Ted Turner was on there. And this was when he had TNT Network, TBS, and the guy was like one of the first billionaires. And he's sitting there and they're grilling him going, you know, you have to come up with $3 billion by Thursday. This is Monday. And, and he goes, by Thursday or you lose it all, what are you going to do? And he's just sitting back going, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Sure enough, then he figured out how to bundle, bundle all the movies, the old movies, and created TNT or something or sold them. And next thing you know, it worked. But I watched a guy that had $3 billion coming due in three days and he found a way. Hmm. And I never forgot that. And I've watched people too because the winners in life find a way to use the challenge as a way to move forward. Yeah. Every time. It's like what's great is always available, so is the challenge. And most people that are struggling are more associated to the challenge than they are the victory. Yeah. And that's, that's a big mental shift between who actually wins and who gets caught up in, see, I told you, I tried it, it didn't work. Right. But the winners always say, yeah, that didn't work, but they go Thomas Edison on this, and they're going to try 10,324 other <laughs> ways. Thomas Edison on this. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, you know, that defiant resolve to win, I've noticed it in Russ, I've noticed it in our top clients, I've noticed it in the people that I've helped and the ones that, that you've helped, you've mentioned it repeatedly. But to us, the other thing that, again, I remember if you would expand on this too, because we've said it, where when somebody else sees a challenge, the people that are winning at the highest level, when they see a challenge, whether it's Steve Jobs or whoever, they look at it as an opportunity as the first one to solve it gets the big payout. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that's a belief issue. Their entire belief about the challenges, uh, I remember Henry Ford when he wanted the V8 and the top engineers in the world said it's impossible. He said, I know it is. That's why I hired you. If you can't do it, I'll find someone that will. But I want my one block V8. And he got it. 
So what's possible is always available, but most people will never do it because they seem to think they're getting merit badges for pointing out how hard it was or the fact that it didn't work. You get paid when you find the one way in a hundred to make it work. Yeah. You're just focusing on the problem, on the problem, on the problem. But there's a difference between, okay, I'm going to look at the problem and focus on where I want to go. What do I, you know, what's on the other side of this problem? So, you know, we always talk about you want to touch the problem, you want to look at the problem enough to collect the information that you need to do to diagnose the problem and then get into resourcefulness so that you can move on the other side of it. Unfortunately, it's not how we always live, you no. know, whether it's in our personal life, um, you know, your health, your relationships, what have you, or in your business, it's like a, a problem comes and, it, and the sky is falling mm-hmm. and it's so hard and there's this big buildup of, of drama and upset and frustration or anger or sadness for some people. And then it's focusing on the problem, the problem, and it is this way. It's going to be this way. It's always going to be this way. This problem is going to be permanent because of this problem. It's going to leak into all these other areas of my life. And that's where you go into this downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And it's really tough once you go down that downward spiral, unless you have help, um, whether it be a, a coach or a mentor or even a really smart friend or family members, you know, that can help move you on to the other side of it. I love that because that's the one thing people seem to forget. Okay. Your life is much more important than an NBA basketball team. It's much more important than who hitting a golf ball into a little hole. It's much more important than an NFL game. But why do they have multiple coaches? They have health coaches. They have mindset coaches. They have speed coaches. They have game prep coaches. They have coaches on the fundamentals. They'll have five, six, seven of the best coaches on the planet for a game. Yet people are trying to wing it. So the only thing I'd throw out there that I've noticed, though, is that a lot of times people are substituting the will to help, but the people are untrained. And again, you've coached, God knows, more people than I can think of anybody trained them to be great coaches. Having the desire to help somebody is not enough to break them out of their bad habit. And it's like, so, you know, I've seen so many family members or YouTube strategists who they've never done it, but they are, they have an opinion that is not coaching and that is not, you know what I mean? Finding somebody with an opinion, if they fog a mirror, they've got multiple opinions. That does not agree. Well, there's a difference between giving advice based on how you see the world. And typically, a lot of coaches and um, your family members or best friends or what have you are like saddling up to you with good intentions and giving you advice in I would think about it this way. I would do this thing. I would. And the thing is, is that they're filtering it through their own values. They're filtering it through their own past experience. They're filtering it through their uh, own view of, of their beliefs and how they think the life is and how life is not. And that's advice. And sometimes people can give good advice because maybe their values are aligning with you. However, good advice is just like that strategy you never followed through with because it's not usually the not knowing how to do things unless you're trying to learn a new strategy. That's a whole other thing. But it's not usually about not knowing how to move through something. There's something else. And so a good coach is going to be able to 
to step into your world based on what you say you want your life to be about, what you say the direction is that you're going, taking a look at what's most important in your life, your values, the vehicles that you use to meet all of, all of those wonderful needs in your life and step in right there and have the ability to change your perspective in a way that all of a sudden you see things differently and it's not about layering advice on top of how you're currently thinking. It's kind of like someone saying, well, man, I'm just, I'm so sad. I'm, I'm, I'm so depressed. And, you know, every time I think about starting my business, like I, I get excited at first and then I just, I, I just, I feel like I can't do it. I feel like I can't, I can't do it. And then somebody who, who gives advice is, is like, well, don't do that. Do this instead. And that's advice. It's not shifting what's causing those dark feelings to happen to, to start with. And so good like, coaches let me interrupt on dark that. feelings. I love this because this is one of the, some of the best advice I remember what listening to coaches and, and different ones is like, you know, just do it. Just, just run smart. Just, just do more. And they're missing the whole point that they're not taking action anyway. So mm. just telling them to go do it is not changing anything to your point. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, I always said free advice is worth every penny. Yeah. Because it's not going to move them. But I love your, what you're talking about because, guys, this is where people mis make a big mistake mm -hmm. is they're taking advice from people that maybe have well-meaning and, and maybe whatever. But Russ and we have talked about on previous shows where it's like you're taking advice on how to do online marketing. Now, that guy or girl that you're taking advice might be great in relationships. They might great one somebody I heard was great in the music business. They have a Grammy Award. That's cool. But they've never built an online funnel. So even the content or the strategy they're going to give you, they've never done it. This is very common in coaching where they want to pretend that they know it all so they know of it and they try and give you these superficial type deals. But to your point, they never address the mindset, which is really what's stopping them behind, you know, the fear, mm -hmm. the imposter syndrome or poverty consciousness or they're not worthy or, you know, mommy and daddy issues or, or lack of training, whatever. Mm. So that's a really good distinction. I love that you bring that up because that is a big one. And again, if you also think that you're always going to lose and it's like, if, if that's how you've been conditioned in your life, I'm always losing. I never seem to win. I always, I missed out on homecoming queen. I missed out on varsity prom, whatever. And now it's just something new and you just say, go do it. You're showing up with the belief you're going to lose there too. Hmm. And you're, whether you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. You know, Henry Ford. So that's number one is your business will never exceed your mindset. And this is really important that your, your mentor, your coach also can help you with your mindset around this. Because again, as you've seen, when Jane does her magic or, or we work with somebody, it's like all of a sudden they see it in a new perspective. And that was how we were able to get such great results. Because, you know, if it's poverty consciousness, we can show them how to move out of it. If it's imposter syndrome, we get to what is the root cause and get rid of it, then we can take the next step. So the second one is your action strategies and results are determined by your dominant thoughts and beliefs. What do you mean by that? However, you, the emotional states that you most often live in, whether that's you tend to be someone that is most often happy, most mm -hmm. often feeling resourceful, most often feeling, let's say, powerful, most often um, feeling congruent, 
whatever word that you have for it. If you're living in an emotional state where you most often move through life feeling pretty darn good, then your actions are going to mirror that. They're going to mirror that. Unfortunately, a lot of the times, actually, if you think about all the emotional states that you feel on your day-to-day basis, or in a week even, in a week's time, most of us experience less than 10 emotions, which is crazy, right? Because there's so many of them. But if you write down, okay, what are the emotions that you felt this week? Most people, it's less than 10. And you look at that and you go, well, are most of these elevated emotions? Are most of these neutral or lower emotions? And how you feel will determine the actions that you take, bar none, like for sure. And then on top of that, then the beliefs that you have about yourself, the world, your ability, good enough, not good enough, all of that will affect whether you're taking action or not. Or maybe you're taking action, but not taking the right action. You know, so many of us say, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm so busy. I'm busy. I'm so busy. We're all so busy, aren't we? We're all so busy. I'm busy too. I'm totally busy all the time. And if I'm honest, sometimes I have to have to check and I, and I do this by doing a, a weekly plan and a daily plan every day. But it's not just about being busy. It's about taking the action that's moving you towards where you want to go. Right. Where you want to go. Instead of doing action based on how you feel, how you think, what your beliefs are, doing everything but. (laughs) Everything but what's going to get you to where you want to go. Instead of productive. Mm -hmm. I love that. This reminds me of the success cycle and the way that I was shown it, which was very interesting, which starts with a belief. Mm. Now, if I a belief and based on the belief, if it's I believe that I can win, you'll watch this guys when you're kids and I know your kids are getting ready to run. But if they don't feel, you watch this all the time, if they're going up against a dominant team that they know they cannot beat, they're going to go in there thinking, I'm going to lose. So their belief is already of one of defeat. They could put a smile on. They can go ahead and go, but mom, you don't get it. These guys have won everything. They're undefeated. And they do that. And you show up that way. Do you think that the next piece, that based on the belief, how much potential are they going to do it? Because they know they're already going to lose. Right. They use less potential. So then that goes, do they take more action or less action and the best action if they know they're going to lose anyway? And then they have less of a chance to win. And then say, see, mom, I told you we couldn't beat these guys. It's like that self-fulfilling prophecy that we talk about, right? And it works the other way too. And this is where a great coach can come in and because what's right is always available. And the other belief says, yeah, that's true, but let's look at some of the greatest upsets in history whether it was Mike Tyson getting knocked down by Buster Douglas or the, the Soviets losing to the, the miracle on ice, that, you know, like he said, one time in 10, this is our one time. We're going to beat him. We're going to do this. And he got them to buy in. Or the New England Patriots when they got absolutely oh, pounded. Oh, Patriots. Yeah, in the first half, they got pounded by Atlanta. And you watch the coach, Amandala, I think it was, and then um, – it might have been Edelman, but I think it was Amendola and then Brady. And they started to shift their beliefs going, we're going to win. They raised their beliefs. They got more out of the potential of everybody. And they started taking more aggressive, more committed action. And they ended up winning. 
Yeah. See, I told you. So it works either way. And that's where a great coach is going to come into play. Yes. And it's like, it just is. And so it will determine, I, I've, I saw a movie recently where the one star is like, why do you try so hard? You know, we're going to lose. And it's like, he was going to go back to the NHL, but this guy's like, why bother? We're, we can't beat these guys. But one guy who was the least talented on the team said, you know, he went after it and still brought his best and it elevated the entire team. Yeah. That's what a great coach, a great mentor, and a great peer group is going to help, which brings me to number three is the quality of your mentors, peer group, and strategy. What do I mean by that? So let's break that down too. Why does the quality of the mentor, there's no shortage of mentors, there's no shortage of coaches. Why does that matter? Well, first, I think there are, I think anyone that tries to go into the coach, well, that, this might not be true, but I choose to believe that if you choose to be a mentor or a coach, in your heart of hearts, you're wanting to make a difference for people. Mm -hmm. Like, let's so this is not at all about intention, not at all. And what we have found is that sometimes you'll get a coach or a mentor, and a mentor is definitely more strategy based, right? Mm -hmm. Where they might have a really great strategy. And that really great strategy could go a couple of different ways. They might've used that strategy and got a particular result, or they've seen somebody else use that strategy and now they're trying to duplicate that strategy and teach it and might not have ever even experienced that, that uh, success in that strategy, for example. Or let's just say they're really awesome at that strategy and mentoring someone or having a great strategy is a different skill set than the ability to mentor someone on that strategy in a way that you're pulling out the most important parts that makes that strategy duplicatable. That's actually a really big deal. It's mm -hmm. a really, really big deal of being able to decipher, okay, I've had this success in my life. Why? Like, what's that recipe? What does that look like? How do I take that into a way and make it simple and duplicatable so that it gets consistent results. So that's the number one thing that's important to have in someone that is more of a strategy mentor or coach. Well, it's why Russ brought you on. Russ was the first one in the industry, online marketing, to recognize that you had, he had a great strategy. He proved it. But when people came to the edge of their comfort zone and they got scared, like you said, every now and then people broke through on their own, but a lot of people got hunkered down in that comfort zone of fear. And oh my God, and that's why he brought you in was, hey, let's get you out of this. Let's move you through it because he realized that was your area of expertise, which mm -hmm. worked really well on top of his area yeah. of strategy. Yeah, he said, he shares that it was so important to him that our clients got great results and they'd, they'd show up on a call with him and Adrian and, and they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. And he's got this great strategy. He's like, I, I, I don't know, just do it. Just, right. just take action, just do it. And it's, you know, and he had a great strategy and he didn't have the other component to get them to see and think things differently or change their perspective and move them into action and break through. That being said, I think we've rubbed off on Russ. He's got extraordinary ability in doing that now. But so does Adrian. Adrian's at a whole other level too. Oh my gosh, Adrian is amazing with her coaching skill set. Uh, yeah. So, but that that's right. So it was they were primarily as strategy coaches, which you know, and then the other side, right? The other type of coaches are someone who is really trying to help with 
let's say your mindset or how you're feeling or how you're thinking and, uh, and a couple things, pitfalls, you can go in there too. Like they're really well loved intention people because who wants to help someone with their emotions? Like they're lovely people. Right. And you got to do a check-in. Like, are you really good at getting advice? Are you, are you trying to take how you think and put it on top of how somebody else thinks but what happens invariably what's underneath is still all of these limiting beliefs and all this stuff going on. So even though you're trying to cover it up and it might work for a little bit, when you're not there, they're just there. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to get a real breakthrough. You'll get a little bit of traction and then come back and maybe a little bit of traction and then come back. The other thing is that, you know, it's not just... Coaching is not just about being a good friend. And a lot of times coaches are, that, are in, that are more around the way that you're thinking and you're feeling, and I hate the word mindset, but how your mind, you're using your mind, um, is they're friends, like really good friends with a really great ear that can saddle up to you. And, 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 and there's value to that, honestly. Like, like mm-hmm. there is yeah, value to that. But there's something magical that happens when you have a coach that is able to untangle all of these parts of you that are operating on top of your true self in a way that they can call forth your greatness, call forth your true value, call forth your dreams and remove, be a vessel to remove the stuff that's blocking you. And that's, that's what a real, a, a, an amazing coach can do. And then you got it like, triple threat awesome coach or whatever you want to call that. You're always so good at names uh, is when you have someone that has awesome sauce strategy that's going to get you to where you want to go in one specific area of your life or different areas of your life. And you have the component that it's someone that can really see what you're not seeing, like really see it in such a powerful way and then help you to change your perspective on what ultimately feels aligned with who you are and your values. That's when you have magic. And I'd, I'd probably stack the one on there, the bonus area too, is to see what's coming, anticipation. When it's kind of like, because we see that too, where all of a sudden it's like, you know what's coming because we've done it so many times. You know, it's like the one that jumps out is somebody starts doing really good and they don't realize it, but we start noticing that they can slip into expectation and, and disconnect from purpose where they mm. just a little bit and we know what happens when that happens and get them back connected to purpose. Little things yeah. like that make a big difference. So what's coming? Also, like overwhelm, you work a lot with people who are in overwhelm and going back because they might have a mentor who doesn't know how to do it or a strategy. So they're taking ineffective, busy work, not productive. That 80 20 rule, what is the 20%? And an expert mentor knows the difference for you and your lifestyle. So that's a real big one. How does this apply to peer group and strategy? Let's go to the quality of your strategy. How does that matter? You know what I mean? Because I, I, Russ and I talk about this as well, that not all the strategies are the same. You know, if, if I want to go marketing, I remember one of the marketing is go door knock. That's all you need to know. Just go out, go anywhere and start door knocking saying, hi, do you want to sell? If you do that 10 hours a day, you will be successful. You will make a lot of money. You'll have a lot of people chasing you off, but it's very ineffective in today. Marketing online is the same way and it's very expensive. So why does the strategy you choose make such a difference too? Well, I think there's twofold to that. 
it is the strategy that you choose, but then it's also how well you do that strategy. So That's although right. like door knocking might be a little more obsolete in this, this world, like people are calling the police on you and all that sort right. of thing, but let's just go back you know, 20 years ago when that's how you bought your vacuum cleaner, maybe not that long ago, 40 years ago, that's how you bought your, your vacuum cleaner. It wasn't just that you could knock. It was about being able to break down the effectiveness of creating relationship and, mm-hmm. and the effectiveness Quickly. of that strategy. So yeah. it's the same thing online and there's multiple different strategies. Some of them work, some of them don't. Some of them might seem like they're working because you get you know, lots of likes or what have you. The difference is having a strategy that the success of that strategy is measured by what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're and hiring it for likes, pick. that's one thing. If you're measuring it, basically say the fruit on the tree never lies. Mm-hmm. So if your goal is to get likes, knock yourself out. If your goal is to have a bunch of people that looked at your blog, that's that could be success. But if your goal is to have new clients and to be making 10, 20, 30, 50, $100,000 a month, that is a completely different mat- matrix that you want to look at. That's correct. Yeah. Cool. How about a peer group? Why does that matter? Oh, goodness gracious, because we are human beings that want to be in relationship, right? We, we, we relate. Like that's what we do all day long is, is, is relate. And the quality of the people that you're relating, that you're in rapport with, that you're hanging around, it matters because we're not 100% all of the time. Mm-hmm. And Humans. we're human beings. And when you're around others that tend to live in that lower vibration or um, emotional states that just don't, that doesn't feel well and ha- tend to see things um, half empty or what have you. And then you're having a bad day. And then you're hearing all this chirping all of a sudden, like your day just got worse. It just got worse. Instead of having a peer group of people around you that when you're having a bad day, they're living in most often, let's say even 80% of the time they're living in those higher States. They're going to call you forth. They're going to speak to the best part of you and, and call that forth. And we've all had one of those friends. We've all had one of those friends that were like, Oh goodness gracious. I can't be around that person without feeling good. You know, my, my good friend, uh, Charmin just came to visit me from, from Massachusetts here in Nashville. And she's one of those people. She's one of those people that is like always this, this light of happiness and shiny and like calling forth your best. And, and it's good to have one of those, at least one of those people. But what would happen if you had a peer group that was like really like that most of the time, but you had multiple of them. And not only that, that peer group was up to the same goals as you. And that's again, recipe for magic. It's huge because again, it's, it doesn't make our family members wrong or our friends wrong, oh goodness, but, no, we love but them. the entrepreneur pathway, the, the pathway to want to make a difference, the pathway to want to risk it all for our dream. That is a, that is, a, I would say a lonely path. Most people yeah. don't get it. So yeah. when you get to surround yourself with people who are not only committed to it as well, who also are having success who are also getting amazing coaching and breakthroughs, it makes it much easier for you because you're surrounded by a bunch of people on the same journey. Yeah. And that's where it gets amazing. 
And it's like, you're, you're absolutely right. But the one thing you'll see is that even in the NBA finals and the NFL uh, Super Bowl, the most cohesive team, the one with the highest standard, trumps talent every time. Mm. And, and talent is great. You want as much as you can. But we've all seen teams with tons of talent and, and not playing as a unit, and they always lose to somebody else that, that didn't have it. Absolutely. And I remember when my high school team played a team in the state semifinals, and they were 39-0. and 0. And our team, their, their starting center was 6'10", 6'8", 6'7", 6'5", and 6'6". And our tallest guy was 6'4". And these guys were 29-0. and 0. We lost by a basket. <laughs> the closest they came because our team played better as a unit, but it's amazing when you, when you're surrounded by people that want to do the impossible, mm. it's only impossible to people who don't believe. And that's the key. So guys, Absolutely. as we're moving forward, if this is making sense and you're ready to take your business to the next level, you're ready to do it. Trust me when I tell you, listen to Jane as well. We're not speaking theory. People that are successful are doing things different. If you have not found the level of success that you want, if your income does not reflect how much you know it's worth, if you're not making the money, you're not having the impact, you're not seeing clients flock to you every single day saying, please help me, you're missing something. Book a call right now with our team at clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Again, clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And let's book a call to have an honest conversation. Even that, our goal is to have an honest conversation and find out, is your business, is it something that we could help with? We'll let you know. If something else is better, we'll steer you to that. Mm -hmm. But we have found that people over and over again are saying it is the most powerful 45 minutes that you can spend focusing on your dream, focusing on your purpose, and focusing on your business. Our team are amazing. They go ahead and help you get clarity. They help you get certainty whether or not this is something that will work. But guys, at some point, you have to make a decision. You either have to commit to your dream or commit to the struggle on either one. It is way too hard to try and figure this out on your own. The business moves too quick. There are too many variables outside of you. Get some help. And it's like, let's have an honest conversation and find out what will it take for you to realize your dream. You deserve all the best. So again, that's clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And we look forward to booking a call with you guys and seeing what we can do to help you turn your dream into reality. So Jane, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Just book that call. <laughs> yeah. In addition to that, um, thanks for hanging out and all the comments on the side. We really appreciate it. now that we're kind of three, we'll go back and answer some of those. And uh, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us as well. And guys, remember, you're one to two distinctions away from freedom. Freedom, impact, and income. And it's like, don't drag it out. It's like, this is one of the most common things we hear after somebody breaks free. They go, God, I wish I wouldn't have waited. Don't be that guy. Don't blow off another six months, another year before you decide to claim your dream. What if you were one to two degree, you know, distinctions away from that freedom that you have been waiting for? How would that feel? Because that's what we're talking about. This is about your dream and we believe why you're here. Let us get you some help. So Jane, as always, thank you for rocking at the level that you do. Thank you for bringing your wisdom. Uh, and to everybody that joined us and participated on the side, thank you guys as well. Thanks for all the cool ass comments. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next show. And again, join us over at clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And let's book your call so that we can find out what you're missing for your next step. Thanks guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. 
If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.